0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Soul Songs and Shenanigans. I hope that you all are enjoying these last couple of weeks that we have of summer and it makes me incredibly sad to even say that out loud because I love this season so much. So I am going to say get out there with your friends and family, have your barbecues, go swimming, go bike riding, do all the fun activities that you enjoy doing and take advantage of these next couple of weeks. Well, our topic for today is called Waiting on God. We're going to be talking about the purpose of waiting on God. Also, what we can do while we wait. And this is a pretty big topic. So I'm going to spread this out at least over two episodes, possibly three if I can't get into everything by next episode. But before we get into that, I want to share my snack of the day with you, which for the first time is actually not a food item. It's a drink. Because it's so hot out these days. And that drink is from Starbucks and it's their mango dragon fruit refresher. And it's so delicious and, like their name says, and so refreshing. So if you haven't tried it, make sure you check it out. So let's get into our topic of today waiting on God. Do you get frustrated when you have to wait on someone? Or you have to wait for something that you expected to happen at a certain time and then it didn't happen at that certain time. Does that frustrate you? Well, that's definitely been my story and it's something that I constantly have to overcome. Well, as you know, our topic today is waiting on God. And this is kind of a big topic and there's just so many things to talk about with this topic. And so I'm just going to take a couple of episodes so we can really just unpack what it means to wait on God, the purpose of waiting on God, and also lessons that he wants to teach us while we're waiting on him. And so I'm just hoping that you enjoy these these episodes on this because I feel like it impacts all of us and everybody has to wait. It doesn't matter how young or how old you are. All of us at some point in our life, we're going to have to wait for something and That is something that I think a lesson that God wants us to really understand and to grow in maturity in this area because in our humanity, we just want everything like yesterday. We want everything with a prime membership. Like if you have Amazon, you're like, oh good, I can get this by tomorrow and I just ordered it today by midnight and I can receive it by tomorrow afternoon. That's amazing. And so a lot of us, because of our society, we've been now conditioned to expect everything to be instant. So if you go through a drive through and you pay your money, you make your order and you pay your money at the first window, by the time you get to the second window, your expectation is that your food should be hanging out the window. Like with, this is like, what, five seconds between the first and second window? But that's, we've been conditioned by that. And so even with restaurants, they have like a time limit. They want to get out all their orders within a certain amount of time. And and just all these different things that we're just used to having things at our fingertips. If we want information, information is we can find it very quickly. If you're like me, you're, you might be a Google person. And I'm like, I don't know what I did before Google, probably encyclopedias. And then that took time to go through and hopefully you got the right letter. But now you have Google. So you just quickly write in whatever you need. And within a moment or less, you have the information that you need. So everything is so quick. And so our, we are so conditioned to expect everything Very quickly, and when we have to wait for something, we get frustrated, and so everything in our society and our lives just moves so fast. And it now when we have to actually, when God is asking us to wait on Him for something, we expect it to be the same way how the world operates. That wait a minute, but I can get all these, I can get these answers whenever I need it why can't we have a Google God? You know what I mean? Like, okay, God, I asked you for this. And then you answer me immediately. And God does not work like that. And it's not that he's trying to make us suffer, trying to make it our lives difficult. It's just, there are some things and lessons that he's trying to teach us. And so in our first episode of this Waiting on God series, we're just going to kind of break down the purpose of waiting on God and kind of, you know, what to do while, while you're waiting on him. And so I, Thinking of the uh, made me think of the scripture found in Psalms twenty seven verse fourteen. It says, "Wait upon the Lord, be of good courage, and He shall strengthen thine heart." Wait, I say on the Lord, and I know for me, whenever I hear any message or whenever somebody's like, "You just need to wait on the Lord," I immediately start to get upset. And that's because that's not what I want to hear. And then I realized, okay, so I probably do need to wait on the Lord because um, I have too much flesh going on here and I'm too carnal. So I just need to sit down somewhere and just calm myself down. Now, what is the purpose of waiting? Why does God want us to wait? And it's because he's trying to teach us to trust in him. And also it helps to get our spirit aligned with his and to put our flesh aside Right. And there's just things that he's trying to teach us in those moments. Right. There's things that are in us that he wants to get rid of there's so that we can really be set free and walk in that liberty. And we can't do that if we're just if we hear an answer right away that we want to hear. And if we just rush on to do what we want to do, there's no way that we're going to even see the lesson, feel the lesson, live out the lesson like none of that. Right. And we're just going to we're just going to jump from one thing to another. God wants to show us that whatever we commit to him, that he will keep it and not ruin it, and he will perfect it. And not only that, but he'll prepare us to receive that perfected vision. Because at the end of the day, we don't really know what's good for us, and the very thing that we desire could be the thing that destroys us. If we're out of God's timing, if we are have rushed everything, that thing that you desire and that you want if it's in the wrong timing, it's it's not going to work out very well for you. And I this just made me think of, you know, I think I've told you guys, I've told you guys I know for a bit about the story of me and Andre and how we got together. And there was this eight-month period that we had to wait. And, of course, at the beginning of those eight months, we didn't know how long it was going to be. And it, was, it just wasn't the right time for us to begin courtship. And I'm, I'll never forget when my mentor said, She sat us both down and, you know, we prayed together and and she and we both knew before she said it that it wasn't time yet. But I think we were just hoping that it was going to be time because we were just so excited that, hey, this is the one that, that God created for me. And oh, my goodness. And this is the one that that God finally my soulmate is here. And let's just begin our life together. And so the last thing we wanted to hear was you both need to wait on the Lord. It's not time yet. And that conversation was so hard for me. And it was also hard for Andre. Even though I wanted to do things God's way, I realized in that moment, I just really wanted to really just do things how I wanted to do them. And so when she said, you know what, it's not time yet. And if you guys make the decision today that you're going to wait on God for his timing for the both of you, he will honor you. And if you honor him, then he will honor you. And he will bless you for obeying him. And so I'm like, well, I want want every blessing that God has to offer me. So let me just get my flesh under control and just calm myself down and just wait on him. And so when we began that waiting process, it was so imperative. And I had no idea because those eight months literally propelled us forward in our marriage. There were so many things that we didn't face in our marriage because we had dealt with that during that waiting time and so we were also able to help out so many other couples because there was a purpose in that waiting and during that waiting just to share with you uh, one thing that God kind of brought to the surface was that there was insecurities that I had and these insecurities were so deep I wasn't even aware that I had the insecurity because I had just lived maybe a certain way or I just kind of learned to adapt to them or live with them that I didn't even really think of them anymore as the insecurity. And so God just started to show me, okay, when I don't give you what you want, when you want it, then you literally have a, a temper tantrum, a spiritual temper tantrum. Right. And what the reason why that was happening for me was because I was upset that I was not in control because I wanted to be in control of every moment of my life. And God was saying, If you're going to live for me the way I want you to live for me, then you need to surrender that to me. And so that was just one lesson out of of many that God showed me during that waiting period. And I'm going to share some more lessons in the next episode as well that God showed me. But that was something that was so important because I would overlooked it because I was just used to going full speed ahead with everything in my life. I was, you know, an entrepreneur. I built my own business from the ground up. I was you know, just very determined. I was very committed to my vision and I was, you know, really just proud of myself that I was kind of this self-made type of girl. You know what I mean? Independent girl. Yeah. Yeah. All that good stuff. But I was not allowing God in. I was, you know, consulting him after the fact, or I deceived myself by thinking, well, if God gave me this gift, then he's going to honor all the decisions that I'm making with that. And I couldn't see that until I was in this period of waiting and so God was able to show that to me, like, this is not okay. And that taught me that a requirement, you know, for surrender is waiting on God, that we have to exchange our will for his, and we can't really see what is ahead. And waiting on God is for our protection. I know it's really difficult if there is something right now in your life that you're waiting on, and all you can probably see is that thing that you're waiting on, and you are you might be praying and asking God to, you know, speed the speed up the process or, okay, God, like what's happening with this? Can you just show me something, right? And so many times I believe that the reason why we're waiting on God is because it's for our protection because if he just allowed us to charge ahead, we literally would just destroy whatever it is that we're waiting on because it wouldn't be in his timing and we wouldn't have the maturity to take it on. So we need to wait on God because his timing is so important and it's as important as whatever the thing is that that we're waiting for. Now there's some examples I just want to give you of things that you might be waiting for. Maybe that's you're waiting to purchase a a new vehicle. Maybe that's to purchase a new home. Uh, Maybe you're waiting on a, a new job and you're trying to figure out like where you need to work. Maybe you're not happy in your current work situation and you're just waiting on God to provide that right opportunity. Maybe it's where you're going to live. Maybe you're you feel that God is transitioning you from one city to another, or and all these different things. And there's so many things within that that can take place. And so maybe we're we'll look at some of the examples I gave you. Like, say for example, purchasing a new vehicle, and you might think, "Well, okay, that's like so small. Like, what's the big deal? Like, just go purchase the vehicle." But I'm telling you, I've heard stories of people that. Didn't even consult God about, you know, maybe a vehicle and they just went ahead and they ended up paying more than they needed to pay. And maybe that vehicle that they got, maybe it was a used vehicle, just ended up breaking down on them and and all these different things, right? And so I'm not saying that everything is going to be perfect, like life happens as well. Like understand that. But at the same time, if we allow God in all of these decisions and if He is not answering right away, that means that we need to wait. Right. If you have not heard from him, if if he hasn't confirmed for you to move forward, then what that means is you just need to wait. It's not time yet. And the hardest thing when we have to wait is just wondering when it's going to happen. But I promise you, you just have to leave it in his hands and trust him that his timing is going to be perfect. Right. Some characters in the Bible that didn't wait on God that I just wanted to share just just a couple of them. So Abraham and Sarah, if you guys know the story of Abraham and Sarah, they had a promise that, you know, that they were going to have a son and time is going by and years are going by. And I'm sure they're probably just thinking, okay, maybe we didn't actually hear from God. Maybe we got our wires crossed and maybe this is not going to happen. So if you know the story, they just decided to take matters in their own hands because they just said, you know what? We've waited long enough in our estimation and God is not coming through. And so, you know, Sarah said, well, here's my, you know, my servant, my handmaid. Hagar, why don't you go in to her? And that's guys, I, every time I think of this story, I just have so many questions. I just can't wait to go to heaven because I have so many questions. Like, okay, how exactly did that work out? And Sarah, like you, you offered up your, your servant and then how did Hagar feel about that? Like, was she cool with that? Like, I just have so many questions. So, Hagar gets pregnant and they now have a son, Ishmael, which was not the promised son. And then, as you know, the story, you know, not much further down the road, they end up having Isaac, who is the promised son. But because they didn't wait on the Lord and because they did something out of the will of God, that caused and wreaked so much havoc within their home that Hagar and Ishmael had to leave and flee. And even though in the end, God took care of Ishmael and Hagar and, and God still, like the promise, you know, he still brought, you know, Isaac into their lives. And even though the promise came, there was so much extra turmoil and there was so much extra drama and even drama now, if you think of the Middle East, that's, if you look further into it, that's the descendants of Ishmael. And if you just look into the, all of the history between, you know, Israel and the Middle East and all of those things because somebody didn't wait on God because somebody decided they were going to jump into whatever they thought that they should jump into. Right. And so we have no idea all of the, the things, the lasting effects that happen in our lives when we don't wait on God. And yes, God will forgive us. And yes, God will help us through those moments And God will see us through, but we just make things that much more difficult for us. We make things just much harder for ourselves than we need to. And so that's why I'm saying this lesson of waiting on God is so important because we fail many times. And I know that every time that I've decided to take things back under my control, when I've decided to do things on my own, I, in the end, just made things so much harder for myself. And so you think that knowing that lesson or maybe that happened to me, you know, a year ago, you would think, OK, well, now, Cassandra, you now that you've seen that lesson and it didn't work out for you current day, you would maybe like just wait on the Lord. And still, it's still something that I literally have to live out constantly. It's still something that the Lord has to remind me consistently. You know what? Remember what happened before? Remember, I told you to wait on me. You need to wait on me and you need to listen when I'm speaking to you. And in Matthew 6, verse 33, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And that's found in Matthew 6, verse 33. So with everything, we have to seek him first. Because if we seek him first, the things, the desires of our heart, God will grant this, those desires of our heart. Even the things that maybe right now you don't even know that you want, God knows those things that he knows the inner parts of us. He knows the things that we really, truly desire that maybe we can't even see within ourselves. And he will grant us those desires of our heart. I think of King David. He was anointed at the age of 15 to become king. Can you imagine being a 15 year old and somebody tells you, you are going to be king? I know me as a 15 year old. I would have been getting my, I would have been picking out the cutest crown. I'd have been picking out my wardrobe. Like, listen, if I'm going to be a queen, man, I got to get everything together. I got to look right. You know, that would have been me as as a 15 year old. But he didn't become king until he was 30. That's 15. I'm sure they were probably long years. And who knows what that process was. You, I don't know, maybe he was the type of person that, you know, when he was around his friends and they're trying to you know, talk to him a certain way, like, hey, you can't talk to that because I'm going to be a king, right? Like, I don't really know if it went to his head at all, because I know for me, that probably would have gone to my head like, hey, I don't think you know who you're talking to. I'm a queen over here, okay? <laughs> like, I don't really know where his maturity level would have been at. But Imagine he found out so many years prior that this was going to be his destiny, but it didn't happen overnight, right? And a lot of these things that we're waiting on God for, they don't happen overnight. Yes, there are some things, some miracles that we're waiting on that happen instantaneously, but not everything does. Maybe you're waiting for a healing, you know, in your body. Maybe you need emotional healing or mental healing. Maybe you're waiting on a financial breakthrough in your life, right? And so you've maybe been waiting for a while. You're like, why hasn't God answered this? And so more so, the question you should be asking God is, what are you wanting me to learn in this season? Help me to be thankful with everything that you've given me. Help me to be content with the state that I'm in right now, even though me, my health is not 100, but thank you for the things that I'm able to do, right? So leading with gratitude and thank you for God, thanking God for the things that you currently have, but then also asking him, God, what are you trying to teach me right now? Because if you haven't answered me yet, there must be a reason for that. So help me to understand what you're teaching me during this season. One of those things, another couple of things I want to share with you of uh, what to do while you're waiting on God. One is to avoid trying to escape or turning to momentary happiness. And what I mean by that is sometimes when we are waiting for something, we get, it feels very uncomfortable. And so we want, our flesh wants comfort. So that might be if you have a problem with, you know, uh, eating, right? So you might be turning to comfort foods, all of the things that make you feel good because you just want to forget about whatever that is that you're going through momentarily. Maybe you're spending more money. Maybe you're shopping constantly, shopping online, shopping in person, right? And people call it, you know, um, retail therapy, right? (laughs) There's a reason why they call it that. Because people literally just want to forget whatever they're going through and then you're happy momentarily. Maybe it's like just binge watching movies and shows and because you're just trying just to forget everything and just to engulf yourself in something else. Maybe you're planning vacations because I know for myself, like whenever I'm going through stressful time, Andre always knows because I'm either eating a Joe (laughs) Louie, which is like my go to like stress food. Or I am like looking up vacations. Like I absolutely love traveling. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I will just literally be looking up one vacation thing after another. And he knows, okay, what, what's going on with you right now? You know, what's stressing you out? Like what what is happening right now? And so you have to also just look at the things that you're turning to. Because we just are, we just want to be comforted. We just want to feel good. We don't want to have to go through any difficulty. That is as humans, that's just, nobody wants to do that. Everybody wants to take the path of least resistance because it's the easier path to take, right? And we can delay the process of this waiting by giving into temptation. So it's important that you find out what your assignment is while you're waiting and to occupy while you wait. When the Lord is saying to wait on me, he's not saying sit on the couch and do nothing. There's an assignment that he probably has for you in that season. Maybe there's somebody that you're supposed to minister to, or there's, you're supposed to be helping somebody out, or there's just different things, right? So just ask God what your assignment is while you're waiting on whatever that thing is that you're waiting on. Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So guys, that is my word for you today to wait on the Lord, to be of good courage. So that just think of that scripture when we when it says wait on the Lord and be of good courage, that means don't be miserable while you're waiting on him. And I know it's difficult. I know that you just want to give up at times, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you from experience that if you just hold on, he, God has not forgotten you. He knows you by name and he knows what is best for you. So you just have to trust him in that. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I'm looking forward to sharing more about lessons on waiting on God and what just more lessons on that God wants to teach us while we're in these seasons of waiting. Have a wonderful one. Take care. Bye-bye. our song of the week is called wait on the lord by the artist james wilson this is a song that we have uh, sang in our church and it's an incredible song i'm going to share with you the verse and the chorus. so the verse says there's not a mountain too tall there's not a problem so small that jesus can't resolve in time he'll get involved he's our god he cares about us and the chorus says Wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord, and he'll renew your strength. It is so good and totally fits our theme of waiting on God. So make sure you check it out on the Spotify playlist and let me know if you enjoy it. All right, guys, thanks. We now have a soul songs and shenanigans set list on Spotify. This is where you can hear the songs that are recommended each week. Happy listening. You'll also find the link in our bio on Instagram. If you're not doing so already, please follow us and share your feedback and suggestions. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for taking the time out today. Have a great one.